This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 140, three pro tips on how to start your presentation in English with Carl Kwan. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer and former IELTS examiner, Jessica Beck, coming to you from Portland and Boston, USA. In this episode, master presenter Carl Kwan is back. Today, he'll teach us three wonderful ways that you can begin your next English presentation. All three will hook your audience and help you start any talk or presentation with total confidence. Listen in today. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Jessica, are you ready for this episode? Because Carl Kwan is back. I'm I excited. Know. Heck <laughs> yeah, Carl Kwan is the best, you guys. Yes. I hope you have heard him already. He was on All Ears English episodes 79 and 80. Mm -hmm. And in those episodes, guys, he talked about when you are presenting, we are talking about mostly business English here, right? Yes. The skills that you need for your career. He talked about the importance of knowing your audience. Mm -hmm. And that's not just for presentations. That is for all of the business you conduct with other people, I would oh say. Oh my gosh. It's um, so important. Yeah, yeah. You always have to know who you're talking to, right? right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely go back to episode 79, guys, because there's a lot of great guidelines in there. Um, and then... Funnily enough, he already did it. He already talked about ending your presentation in mm -hmm. episode 80. And so finally today, we'll talk about how to start it. <laughs> yeah. Now, Jessica, I'm going to ask you a question. When you present, right, when you mm. give presentations at conferences or wherever that is, do you find it harder to start the presentation or to end it well? What's harder for you? Oh, definitely starting it, right? Okay. Because there's so many unknowns. Mm. Um, you know, you have to get into it. You have to give yourself a couple minutes to to yeah. really engage with your audience. Um, and by the time you get to the end, guys, the hard part's over. Like you have yes. done all you can and you're just, mm -hmm. there's a sense of relief at the end of the presentation. You're kind of loose and relaxed and you're like, hey guys, thanks for being <laughs> here with me. That was awesome. Yeah. But the beginning, guys, that can be 
intimidating. Well, I think it's hard, especially because you have to win the audience. Exactly. That's the whole point. And that's probably what we're going to talk about today a little bit with Carl is that you have to win the audience. If you don't, there's honestly no point in giving the rest of the presentation. (laughs) There's some pressure there. Let me, let me, let me uh, correct what I just said. Let's say the presentation doesn't go well, then the end (laughs) is also bad. So (laughs) yeah, right. So it all starts with the beginning. It starts with a start as they say, right? (laughs) Exactly. So guys, let's get to Carl's first professional tip here on how to begin your presentation. Okay. Okay. So this is what we're going to start with. First of all, as you know, episode 79 talked about, it's really important to know your audience, what Mm -hmm. would interest them and what do they care about? Because all of that, if you know that, then you can then create your, you know, sort of, um, what do they call it, like a memorable or, you know, very highly, you know, I guess, um, what can I say, like um, impressive or... opening to your presentation. Okay. Because without knowing your audience, you cannot do any of the stuff that I'm going to teach you, you know, in these three tips. Mm, so true. make sure you know that first, right? Know your audience first. Now, all of these three tips are based around this kind of problem and challenge type of a presentation and then offering a solution. Most audiences will want to know how you're going to deal with their problems because people Mm. are thinking about themselves and they'll think, well, you know, can you actually help me with what I'm going through right now? So that's what sort of the theme, I guess, of all three of these tips is going to be. Okay. So the very first one is to use a surprising or interesting fact and then tell people what it means or what they should do after they learn about this. Now, as an example here, mm-hmm. uh, by some estimates, there are between 500,000 to over 1 million words in English, but you only need about 3,000 words to be functional. Ooh, here, ooh I like that it. is a surprising yeah, tip. Isn't that? Exactly, right? Then, so you've started this thing, you said, okay, well, guess what? There are all these words and you only need like this much to do something. Now you've got their attention. You've presented this fact to them. So now you're going to say, and here are three ways for you to learn those 3000 words in only three months or, you know, whatever Mm, it is. I love it. Yeah. That really hooks them. I like it. Yeah, exactly. So it's better than say, for example, saying, okay, hi, my name is Carl. (laughs) Thank you for attending my presentation. And I want to talk about this. Yeah. Most people that come to your presentation, they're already going to know your name. <laughs> uh, they're already, already going to know what your general topic is going to be because that's why they came to your presentation in the first place. Right. So you don't really need to start with, you know, not, don't necessarily need to start with saying your name and what your topic is going to be and so forth. You can just go right into, mm-hmm. okay, here's something that you don't know. There are between 500,000, blah, 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 and go through this fact and then say, okay, and here's how you can then use this fact, or here's what you can do, what you can do now that you know about this particular statistic or whatever it is. Okay, I love that. That is so true. It can be it can be a waste of time to mm-hmm. restate information that your audience already knows, right? Mm-hmm. Like if it's mm-hmm. let's say it's a smaller group, and yep. let's say it's coworkers, right? They already know you. Um, mm-hmm. They know your name. <laughs> they know what you're going to talk about. Like you don't yeah. have to say these things at the beginning. Oh my gosh, it's huge. And even beyond that, right? Information that you know is common knowledge, like. 
Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Last night I was attending a meditation talk, right, mm. online. I go to this thing every Sunday night. Normally it's in person, but we've been online lately, right? And someone came in, someone who actually teaches meditation to corporations. Oh, wow. And she came in and she knew that this group is very, very different. Um, this group goes much deeper into meditation. And she had to start her presentation completely differently, right? Very she couldn't say things that were very, very common knowledge for this group. Sure. She had to completely change the way she hooked us. Otherwise, it would just sound ridiculous. You know, yeah. I think that's kind of part of what Carl is saying. You have exactly. to know your audience. Yeah, exactly. No, that's yeah, exactly. Um, that's so funny to me to picture the different ways of presenting that she would have to mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. utilize, oh, yeah. right? Because um, yes. <laughs> it's not like this is how one breathes. Like you yeah, guys, you're beyond that mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but I do like his example here of starting with a surprising and interesting fact. And yes. I just want to add that yeah, he says, like, you don't have to state your name in the topic. Now, guys, take that with a grain of salt, right? Mm -hmm. I think um, it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. And often, it is a good idea to introduce yourself and outline what you will talk about, what the problem is, you know, mm -hmm. so the audience yeah. knows what's happening and they know what to expect. But you can still use this this hook, this interesting, surprising fact um, at the beginning, right? Even if you're introducing yeah. yourself. So this is a great way to grab your audience's attention and teach them something at the same time. And I like the idea of a surprising fact, not just yeah. interesting, but something that might challenge their assumptions right away. Totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's like, there are 500,000 to a million words in English, but you only need 3,000 to be functional. Now, that's good. I'm not even sure if that's true, but yeah. like, I'm interested. <laughs> like, I want to know, sure. what <laughs> why did he tell me this? What? Why do I need this? This is, this is fascinating. Um, okay, yeah. so that's the first way, guys, to tell a surprising, interesting fact to grab your audience's attention. Now, mm -hmm. let's get to his second way to introduce okay. your presentation. The very popular, I've seen this a lot in different presentation courses, right? Yeah. Starting by telling a story, right? Yeah, but not everyone knows how to do this, yeah. right? So that's the key. That's why we have Carl here to help us out on how to actually do it. He's going to break it down into, couple, into three different steps in this clip, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, let's get to Carl for how to tell a story. Right. No, that's what people think of, right? And there is a real basic format that you can use. And so what I'm going to teach you is sort of three steps that you can use to uh, use a story in your presentation at the beginning. So what you're going to do is you're going to talk about what you were doing at a certain sort of point in time mm. when you maybe thought about your topic that you're going to present in your presentation. Um, as an example, uh, recently I had a conversation with a friend about learning languages when she told me a really interesting way she used to learn English. Mm, nice. So you see, that was just like, you know, recounting or telling you something that happened to me recently, but that is a story. And so right. there's a, there was a structure to that. And the first step that you want to sort of use is indicate some sort of a time reference. So mm. either say, like I said recently or, you mm. know, two weeks ago or like, you know, uh, yesterday when I was going out for a walk, right. whatever. So use some sort of time reference to, to give people an idea of when this happened. Um. Then the second step is to talk about a situation and then the action 
that was going on at the time. So I said in the example, I had a conversation with a friend about learning languages, mm -hmm. right? So that's what was happening. I was talking and about learning languages. So you would use when to then introduce the idea or the thought that you had about your topic or whatever it is that you're going to continue mm. talking about in your presentation. Okay. This is such a cool, easy structure to use. Because mm -hmm. um, like you said, it is difficult for a lot of people to like, yes. if someone just tells you, okay, tell a story at the beginning of your presentation. You're like, how mm -hmm. long? What about? I don't yeah. <laughs> Where do I start? It's um, true. It's so nice to have a structure and a template, right? Yeah, exactly. So what is his structure? Like, what are these three okay. things to include? So the three things are time phrase and then what you are doing and when. So let's build out some exa some examples around that, Jessica. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, so here's another example, right? You got one from Carl, mm -hmm. but let me give you one more, all right? Remember, guys, mm -hmm. time phrase, what you were doing at the time and mm -hmm. when, right? So I could say, about two months ago, I was running in the park when a dog ran across the path, dragging a leash behind him. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see his owner. It was just a dog dragging his leash. And that's when I came up with this idea for a non-slip leash handle. <laughs> totally you know what this makes up. me think of is Shark Tank. This makes me think of totally. Shark Tank. I love it. This is exactly how a lot of successful entrepreneurs who eventually get funding, right, will do that. They'll build a story. I was yeah. doing this and then boom, light bulb moment. Yeah. It's rooted in real experience. So that's why it's good. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code BAEE50 to get 50% off. That's code BAEE50 at F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash BAEE50 to get 50% off. I love it so much because um, you are presenting uh, the problem and mm -hmm. saying you have the solution, right? That's yeah, the whole point concise, of this right? story. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and it's like, it's a personal way to engage your audience. So yes. I love this really simple three-step formula. I mean, it's two to three sentences at most and mm -hmm. boom, you're accomplishing so much in just the short amount of time. Um, yes. And it's also a cool cliffhanger, right? Because mm -hmm. it makes your audience want to know what, what is that solution? <laughs> you yes, know, what is this non-slip leash you're talking about? Why do I need it? 
Yeah. I mean, I think the key here is being real with your audience. You don't need to make something up. You don't need to make up a story or a lie. Use real experience and bring them into your world, right? And I really want you guys to write this stuff down because this is gold from Carl today. Okay. Well, it's actually funny you said that um, (laughs) because, uh, well, we will all know why that's funny after we hear... (laughs) Carl's third third okay. little input here. Oh, interesting. <laughs> or right. you could make it up. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, you can even, you know, be a fiction writer in some way and you don't have to really have had that experience, but you can sure. just pretend that you did and, and use that as your introduction. Okay, Lindsay, do you see why it was funny? Well, Um, I see now. Well, you also can make it up if you want to. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, the key is to sell it, right? Yeah. You can't, like, it doesn't seem like some fantasy sci fi story. Like, it has to be Mm -hmm. something that could be believable, right? So you can make it up if you want to. Um, And here's the funny thing. He actually told us off mic, he told us that he made up that story about talking oh. to his friend, learning languages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the key is that he's believable. Exactly. Right? We believed yes. him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Bring them into your world, whether it's a true thing that actually happened or whether you are embellishing something, right? Creating something that's actually really fun to listen to. So people aren't sitting there thinking, is this true or not? They're pulled in. Right. Exactly, guys. Just keep it short and simple, right? None. This is what I love about these three different methods for starting your presentation, guys. None of these are fancy. None of these are overly complicated. All of Mm -hmm. them accomplish your purpose of engaging your audience immediately and Mm -hmm. getting them to listen to you, right? And that's it. So just keep that purpose in mind. And you can use any of these three options that work for your personality and your material, right? As long as it's a hook, right? Something that's memorable. That is a great intro. Yes, that is so good. So do we have anything else that that, uh, Carl would want to contribute here? Anything else we need to know from Carl? One last thing? Yeah, for sure. So uh, of course, guys, maybe you can't make up a story, right? I mean, that second tip might be out of bounds for some people. Mm. And I understand that. So does Carl. That's why he has this third option. So let's hear what else you can do. Okay, so the third one is, is a really great way to start it, and it's to use a question to talk about a problem and then your solution to that problem. And right. again, there's a really simple format that you can use, and it begins with the question, have you ever something? Uh-huh. And then, right? So once you've told them, have you ever whatever, once you've asked that question, have yeah. you ever, then you're going to say, well, here's done. And then you're going to explain it. So as an example... Have you ever tried watching or listening to CNN to learn English, but found it too hard and gave up? Well, here's a five-step process for how you can finally use CNN to quickly improve your English skills. Okay, that's awesome. Again, so simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find this one to be a bit more simple, kind of the simplest option, right? Have you ever something? Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. So we want to give you guys one more example of this, right? So going back to my, (laughs) apparently I'm selling dog leashes now. Um, Let's go back to this example. I would buy a dog leash. I'm always looking for a better solution than what I have for my dog. (laughs) I just bought a new dog leash last week. That's not a lie. Um, So (laughs) here's how I would use this method to start my presentation about my fancy new dog leash I'm selling. Um, Okay. I would say, 
Have you ever been walking down the street with your dog, enjoying the day, sun on your face, when suddenly you realize the leash has dropped and your dog is heading towards a busy street? Here's how you can make sure this scary situation never happens again. Oh my God, that is a terror. For any dog owner, that's a terrifying situation. My worst nightmare is, is that, you know, my dog getting off the leash and, oh, God forbid, I just don't even want to think about it. So he's got my attention here, right? <laughs> exactly. I know. I think I, I saw this happen to someone like no. yesterday. James and I were driving down the street and we saw this guy jump out of his car and his dog didn't wait for him and his dog just like leaped out of the oh, car and started no. running down the sidewalk. And we like stopped because we were so worried because we love dogs so much we stopped and we're like oh my god can we help you oh for sure for sure you always want to help in that situation so this is putting anyone that's ever owned a dog is going to feel this right you're really pulling them in with the have you ever way of starting this so good exactly exactly so that's how you present the problem right Talk about something that your audience has experienced. When have they experienced this problem? Paint that picture, right? Mm -hmm. And then immediately say, I have the solution, right? (laughs) That's why we're here. Listen to me. I got it. And it's powerful here because you don't need to go and tell a story and then try to explain how how difficult that situation is because your audience has already been in that situation. So they would immediately understand, oh, this solution is important. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Okay, guys. So to summarize his three ways of starting your presentation today, guys, and remember, none is better than the other. You choose what works for you, your personality, and your your material, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So the first way, guys, is to start with a surprising fact. This is usually what we think about as a hook, right? A surprising fact about the topic usually has some numbers in there, I would Mm -hmm. say, a percentage, you know, majority. Um, And then say how your topic connects to that surprising fact and what you will do about that in your presentation. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the second way? Okay. So the second summary tip, guys, is tell an interesting story that hooks your audience. And we talked about, you know, doesn't have to be a true story, (laughs) (laughs) but you need to make it feel true. That's the key, right? It has to feel real. And then the third tip that Carl shared with us today, ask a question starting with, have you ever, have you ever seen, have you ever had, have you ever experienced? And then automatically say how you're going to fix this problem because the audience already knows that that's a problem. I love it. I'm going to go ahead and say that third one's my favorite. Mm, Um, (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's the easiest and quickest, you know, way to connect to your audience and to um, create even from the beginning. Um, So guys, for more of Carl Kwan's um, information, you can check out his YouTube channel. Just look up Carl Kwan. That's K-W-A-N. You can also come back to the All Ears English blog, allearsenglish.com. This is episode 140. And remember to go back and listen to his other episodes, 79 and 80. You can also do that on our website. All right. Perfect. Thanks for hanging out today, Jessica. And I'm so excited to have Carl's insight today. It is so important the way that we present, right? It's everything. It's It's everything. everything. Yes. Guys, keep in mind, this isn't just to a group of people like a lecture. This could be, you know, a sales meeting with one person. It's Mm -hmm. all presenting. Yes. I got it. Excellent. Love it. I'll see you (laughs) on the next one, Jessica. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, 
Follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.